Welcome to OCD Whisperer Podcast. This is your host, Christina Orlova. Here we will talk about all things OCD. For more information and to contact me with questions, you can go to www.coreresults.com. That's K-O-R-Results.com. Welcome to OCD Whisperer Podcast. I'm your host, Christina Orlova. In today's episode, um, I'd like to talk about what is OCD. Out there in the world, there are so many misunderstandings about what it is. I think part of it from what I constantly hear is the way the media portrays it, the things um, you read online like jokes, uh, memes, um, and really even stand-up comedians, everything around us. When we talk about OCD, what's the first thing that comes to mind? Like right now when I ask that question, what's the first thing that just came to your mind? Typically, it's something like, oh, washing hands. Oh, liking to keep things clean. Or, oh, I like to keep things really aligned. So then people will say things like, oh, we're all a little OCD. Or, I have OCD. And so what I want to do today is really in a nutshell explain what OCD actually is. And if there's nothing else, I want to make sure that you have at least one takeaway that you can really um, remember from today's episode in terms of what it actually is. So number one, OCD is a neurobiological disorder. So it's a very serious mental health disorder. Now in the population, there is definitely from research I've read about 10% or so who have OCD, but where the compulsive behavior is not severe enough where it really impairs your day-to-day functioning, your day-to-day ability to go to school, go to work, engage in your social life, um, get yourself together in the morning, things like that. Um, Then there's about two to two and a half percent of the population where it is really, really significant, where it's severe enough that it it really impedes your day-to-day operations. So when we're talking about OCD, what we're really talking about is that there's a way that your brain is working that is basically not processing information correctly. So number one, all of us have intrusive thoughts, okay? So I want to make sure we're all really clear on that. Every human being has random intrusive images or thoughts um, that pop into our heads, Now, most people are able to recognize that as just garbage, like, oh, look at that. That was some random thought I just had, and and they can put it away. They can toss it. Now, a person with OCD brain, what's happening is that the brain's communication loop essentially is is not closing that loop, so that same repetitive thought will pop in again and again and again. And so the experience a person is having is that they're not able to basically take control of their thoughts or take control of these intrusive um, images um, or impulses. And so now they start to wonder what's happening. What's going on with me? Why can't I have this repetitive thought stop? Usually that thought, when it pops in, it also activates the limbic system of the brain known as the flight and fight response. So when that part of the brain is activated, that's where you have a lot of physiological changes take place. 
for example, um, your heart might beat really fast, you might um, have sweaty palms, you might get really cold, you might have muscle tension, you might feel like you kind of have little zaps going up and down your back or in your head. Um, maybe your eyes feel like they're getting glued, stuck. Um, maybe you're seeing spots. Um, maybe you have butterflies in your stomach or you have this um, urgency to need to run to the bathroom. Um, any of those symptoms are all part of the, the, the fact that your flight and fight just got turned on. And so when that happens, paired with that intrusive thought, you start to feel viscerally, very literally, like something's off. I'm feeling like something is not right or maybe there's a threat. And so then you have a lot of anxiety that's associated with it. Now, of course, any person, right, if you're feeling that, <clears throat> you would, of course, want to do something about it. You'd want to fix it. You'd want to take care of it. You'd want to solve it. You'd want to figure it out and make it stop, make it go away. Now, that would make sense in any other experience that people are having. In the OCD land, as I call it, it's actually quite the opposite. Instead of making you feel better when you're attempting to go away from that experience and when you're trying to fix it and solve it and make it stop, you in fact are actually inadvertently reinforcing it. And when that's happening, that's where compulsions start to come into play. Because whatever you did before to try to make it better, you're apt to repeat it and try to do it again because you're trying to make yourself feel better. But again, because it's obsessive and compulsive, the obsession will come back. And now it might come back and be a little bit stronger. So what are you going to do? You're going to repeat the same behavior that you did before to try to make it go away. And now that's where that repetitive behavior comes into play. And then what's going on is, again, usually when people are not aware of it, very quickly this becomes a really vicious, vicious cycle. And then you get locked. And when you get locked up, it's extremely difficult to see things clearly, to understand things clearly, or to even um, kind of have a sense that, you know, am I even interpreting any of this clearly? And so then what happens is your ability to interpret things um, becomes really muddled. And so that's where something called cognitive distortions come into play. So your thinking brain essentially is not operating well when that feeling, that flight and fight part of the brain is turned on and it's kind of on fire. It's really intense when that feeling temperature is really high. Your thinking brain isn't able to work clearly at the same time. So then you might catastrophize things. You might start to jump to a lot of conclusions about worst case scenarios. Um, you might start to personalize things um, and kind of feel like like you're in this kind of mode where you're you're ready to to address some sort of a threat for survival and you can't tell temporarily if something in fact is a threat or not and that's how the OCD brain will hold you hostage um, in in that experience OCD the hallmark of OCD is it's a doubting disease so you're constantly unsure you're constantly doubting you're constantly don't know if something bad may or may not happen your brain is producing a message that something bad could happen it might happen and now when you respond to that potential threat you've now essentially reaffirmed to your brain that yes that thing that I think could be a threat actually is a threat so now, again, remember, your brain is, is not 
consciousness. Your brain is a muscle in your body and it's just, it's firing, right? So it's sending you messages, it's sending you synapses. So if it sends you something like, hey, watch out for this thing, this could be a bad thing, and you respond to it, then now your brain learned, oh, we better make sure we send you more of that message so that we keep you safe, right? And now you're going to keep responding to it because you want to make sure that you are staying safe. But in fact, what you're doing is reinforcing the very fear, the very worry that you're trying to get away from. So the, the big kind of nugget that I want you to get about what OCD is, is OCD is a doubting disease. And we're not talking about just a little bit of uncertainty um, that everybody can have. We're talking about nonstop doubt and uncertainty that plagues the mind where you, you can't move on. That's one of those hallmark features. You're doubting incessantly, you're having a lot of anxiety, and you're not able to truly move on. And you start to engage in a lot of behaviors, which we call compulsions. They are repetitive behaviors because those are all your attempts to try to neutralize your anxiety, make yourself feel better, and you're trying to prevent that potentially bad thing that your brain says could happen from happening. So end of the day, that's what OCD actually is. And people living with OCD, it's not just a little quirk or a little something that I do. It's that you're doing behaviors because you're, you're in fact internally trying to make yourself feel better. And if you've not had proper treatment or understanding of this and what OCD actually is and how it operates um, and how why you feel what you feel, um, then it's going to be really difficult to move in the world. Um, and usually what I've seen um, as I'm in a clinical practice is that things typically kind of wax and wane, but once OCD flares up, um, it, it can really stay kind of intensive for a little while unless you get the proper treatment. Um, and the proper treatment, of course, is making sure you have the psychoeducation, you have a grasp and an understanding of what is happening to you so that you can recognize that it is a normative process and recognize, okay, my brain is just not um, not operating properly. So another way that I actually read in a book that I liked how, how it was explained is um, if you think about email. So things that should go to spam, to the junk folder, right? Instead, imagine if all that stuff went into your inbox and on top of that, if it was all prioritized and, and you got these messages, this is super important, high priority that you have to attend to it and you have to do it now, right? It's going to be difficult then to sit and sort through, well, which of these things then do I tend to? Which of them do I need to toss? Which of them need to go back to spam? So being able to detect an error, being able to, to sort through and discern if in fact something is relevant or not, that, that's one of those issues that happens in the brain. Um, and the way that OCD also operates is that usually the themes that show up, um, the content, if you will, that really is very individualized and it's really based on what is important to you. Okay, so each one of you listening, um, you have something that's really of value to you at this point in your life. So based on that, if you look at your OCD, you might start to recognize that the very things that are really important to you are the very things that OCD brain has you question, has you doubt. And, and it doesn't quite stop there. It, it starts with that doubt and that questioning. But then you start to turn and you start to question your own sense of self. 
you start to question, am I actually a good person? Um, would I do something like this? If I have these thoughts, you know, or I have these feelings, maybe then that does mean something. So it becomes really challenging to not assign meaning to that experience. Because typically what we know is as humans, as homo sapiens, we have thoughts, we have feelings, right? And we take actions. And so most people would say, well, yeah, generally, if I think about certain things, there's value there. If I feel certain things, there's value there that gives me information. But one thing in OCD experience is what we've learned is that actually feelings in that arena cannot always be accurate. And the thoughts that can plague a person's mind may also not always be accurate. So I gently and lovingly say in OCD, everything is kind of like the upside down world. Things are really counterintuitive um, and everything is really a little bit inverse and reverse. So we want to first understand how the brain is operating when OCD is on and then we can learn what to do about it and how to unpack it. And in my future episodes, we will continue to take a deep dive into OCD and all the different nuances and what it's like to live with OCD, what treatment might look like and should look like, and um, every other little element that has to do with it. And if you have questions, you can always send me an email um, at info at coreresults.com. That's I-N-F as in Frank O at core, K-O-R, the word results.com. And I'm happy to incorporate answers in my future podcasts. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to OCD Whisperer Podcast. If you have any questions you want me to answer in future podcasts or any other comments, you can go to coreresults.com backslash contact backslash. That's Core results, K O R R E S U L T S dot com backslash com.